You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. What's up, everybody? Welcome to ROFL. The show about motivation and being yourself. That's right. What does ROL reach out for love? Show about motivation and love. Being yourself. Being yourself. How do you be yourself? I don't know. Let's find out. So today I've got two new guests, awesome people. What's up, you guys? My name is Jordan. Uh, yeah, hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, my name is AC. I was having a conversation with Jordan yesterday going over leadership and how the culture, the environment is it's basically cultivated by the people at the top. So mm-hmm. you're only as strong as your weakest link. So, I mean, yeah. it, 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 it really is like a collective effort if, yeah. you know, if you think about it. Not only is management just as good like on the ground level as it is like coming from the top, but also if those people at the top don't actually have the mindset of valuing everybody like right, as human right. beings and they don't actually care. And it's, if it's, if, if you're lied to that they actually care and then you see that it's actually structured to everything funnels up to them, then like, no, you're, it's in a bad spot. They did that to themselves. And that you, that, that work environment, that's, you know, that's a lot more than just what the workers can do to fix that. Like, it also connects to problem. It connects to like managers, mm-hmm. um, if they like you or not, and then that determines how well you do in the company. See, and that's sometimes. messed up too, right? Because yeah. like it's not supposed to be like that. But what do you guys think about that? Kind of like how managers will pick their favorites. Exactly. Yeah. Favoritism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That kind of that that can kind of negatively influence. You know, the I would say the out the output of other employees in that space. Right. You know, if, mm-hmm. if there's favoritism going on, that tends to lead to, um, uh, what would you call a sway? It's kind of like a lever, you know? You got some people that are treated better, some people that are not, and... Right. Yeah. No, you have, like, the in-group and the out-group and stuff like that. I, I've literally, like, left jobs because of stuff like that. I've almost mm-hmm. left that other job because of that. Mm-hmm. Manager should always go and talk to everyone involved in any situation, period. Yeah, yeah. But, the whole side of the story, definitely. Yeah. 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 If they don't, then you know that they're not, that they're like forming little groups. Yeah. And clicks and little, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They only, or they, not even that, even they just want to only see one, like whatever side of it's easiest for them. That's like what they want to see. Like they can only come from their point of view and they can't consider other people, then like maybe they also shouldn't be in management. Right. I feel like the best managers are the ones that can look from both sides of the point of view and yeah. make a decision from there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard to find those ones though, I feel like. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's like, you know, people don't, what is it? People say they don't leave bad jobs, they leave bad management. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's, right. that's pretty much it. Like there's just people who like, you get into management because unfortunately, like that's where like the beginning of sustainable and like living wages exist, not just on the ground floor, which is messed up. So it pushes people to go to there, but then all they cared about was getting there so they could either have the power or the title or the authority or the money or whatever, but they're not actually cut out for that role or like the being good in that role comes secondary to the fact that they're in it. You know, they want that superficiality before they want to actually have that like deep core responsibility and understanding of like, not only do I, have these responsibilities, but I actually 
have to care about what I'm doing and like care about who, people who are, you know, part, underneath me, quote unquote, or like part of the team or whatever. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of managers, they become managers and get that power trip like right yeah. off the bat, you know? Yeah. They just start saying like, oh, boss this, boss this, but they yeah. don't really lead a team, you know? Yeah. They're like, okay, follow me. Exactly. Right, you know? right. Yeah. I feel bad about that because like doing what I do here, I kind of am in a quasi management position with the radio station here just because um as like the one recording engineer for all of our talk shows and podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. like i have students who intern with me mm-hmm. and so like they're technically like under my purview i i am intentionally very laid back and like try to be hands off because i have been micromanaged mm-hmm. and i absolutely hate that and i don't like i've never liked the way it made me feel in the workplace mm-hmm. i never liked the way it like killed whatever uh, drive or motivation or enjoyment I was having with a thing. And I don't like being talked down to and being made to feel or even viewed like I'm less than other people. So in my position, I just try to like, I just try to come across board like the way I would talk to one person's way I talk to anybody. Right, exactly. You know, like, I mean, if I have to code switch because people expect me to Oh, use professional words and, and language. And it's like, fine, but I'm not going to do that unless I have to. Uh, yeah, I was actually, to piggyback on that, um, yeah. I was thinking about if uh, whenever you're in a workplace and you're being micromanaged, it kind of creates resentment mm-hmm. in a way. That's the one. So I mean, that's one of the biggest reasons I feel like that people will leave a job. Mm-hmm. So I, I always say, you know, you either get micromanaged or you micromanage yourself. So it's kind of like doing things on your terms. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people might not be okay with that. And you can create um, animosity perhaps. Yeah. But I feel like you have to put yourself first. Exactly. To, you know, it, it's, it's, it's um, if not, you kind of get lost. And like I said, that kind of leads to animosity in the workplace. And then you end up having resentment for your employers or peers and, that nobody wants that. No, exactly. it, yeah, it's like um, like what you're saying there, like uh, micromanaging yourself. Like if I figure out how to make something work for me, but depending on the structure of, above and around me, like if if what I'm doing like literally only impacts me, or it does guarantee that I get my job done, like it works for me, but maybe it looks different on the outside. Depending on the structure you're under, like that can really build that animosity and resentment, just because like. It may look like the individual who's micromanaging themselves and making things work for themselves is like being quote unquote defiant or like isn't falling into line the way they want. So it's just a really tricky minefield to navigate. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You know, I think what causes that is stress mm-hmm. in that manager. Like they don't know how to handle the stress. I guarantee you. Yeah. And so then they're just giving the stress to their workers. I don't basically. know. I don't know many managers who actually manage their stress well and like that's me included like Mm -hmm. i i do my best but like i keep i keep the stuff that stresses me out to to myself and like out of the workplace so it's like i wouldn't bring it into work but i know i used to work like office jobs and like i worked a call center job and everyone's on edge everyone is stressed no one's no one's happy and everyone just has to put on like the face and it's like dude <laughs> it's all fake we all know it's all fake like you're not like we'd mu- i'd much rather everyone That's be like <laughs> real af Sorry. and miserable than like hi everybody happy to see Some you people are better at it I, than others i can't they dude are. i i sense that fakeness and i just like i get the ick 
I get, I, I will be, I will begin to build animosity and resentment because I can tell that the people who are like, I'm supposed to report to, or like have management position over me, I can tell that they're not being honest. I don't want to be honest. Like if, if they can't be straight up with me, then I have a difficulty being straight up because I can be honest, but I can also like that can make people uncomfortable who aren't actually ready for it. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. You can just like genuinely know what you're saying and like be speaking from the heart, and then they're just like, "Doesn't work for me, man. Get out of here." Right. Which is why Nevada being a right to work state is trash. Yeah, because they could fire it at any moment. Yeah. No. (laughs) For doing nothing, right? Yeah. It's literally no fault. It's it's ridiculous. Like. Mm Be, but they who, make it look like you did something. Well, I was, oh, yeah, I was just going to say. Crazy. Yeah, I was just going to say they can make it be whatever they want it to be because right. they're the ones f- filing the reports and letting you go. But like that's the trick of any state that like if anyone's hearing this and they don't have they don't know what right to work laws are. They'll be like, but right to work. That sounds like workers rights. That sounds like a right to a job. Isn't that what? No, right to work works is a big better encompassed if you were to write it out and put hyphens in it like right to work as in get right to work. Or you can go right out the door. I also think that they have to have an experience with that for them to understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the heartlessness. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think like if I was a new employee, like if I'm a new hire from college and I go into a job Mm -hmm. and then I... I'm, I'm like I'm only thinking positive things. My yeah. job place loves me. Right, and they're right. never gonna hurt me. And then you work really hard for two years, and then you find out you work really hard for two years. Sometimes. You get a two cent raise in the blanket, and that's sometimes it. no, that's people, like literally what happened to my ex girlfriend. She worked at Caption Call for two years, roughly, got a two cent raise, fantastic, and a giant like weighted <laughs> a pizza blanket. blanket. <laughs> it wasn't a pizza blanket, but it was. Well, actually, you know what? I think she might have had an option. It might have been a pizza blanket. <laughs> But it was like one of those real, real like heavy, like embossed, like, oh, it's like, you know, some people get like Weighted watches blanket? and stuff and they get blankets and it's like, okay, great. Like, what is your experiences with this? Uh, I had this one where I used to work at this one workplace um, for about a year, about a year. Um, you know, you work outside changing tires in the heat. Vegas. You worked it's, at Jiffy Lube, didn't you? Nah. Oh. <laughs> this, this different one, different one. All okay. black, dressed in all black. Oh, dang. Um, burning. Burning, yeah, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't that bad because it's only six hour shifts, right? But it's summertime. It's a hundred. It's summertime. Over yeah. hundred degrees heat, right? So I remember it was one time I had a friend to come in get his tri- tires changed, mm-hmm. right? It's hot. Seven Eleven's like right down the street. Okay, right? it's walking distance. You know, I give him a couple of dollars. I'm like, hey, can you go give me a couple of waters from Seven Eleven? You know, yeah. there's no waters in the fridge or nothing like that. Okay. So the manager comes over, sees me talking to my friend. Okay. He says, hey, uh, so are you guys working or are you talking? I'm like, oh man, come on! I'm, I'm like, I'm asking him, here you know. That's yeah, here that is one step below. <laughs> that, that is one step <laughs> below all, the old. Go. That's one step below the old. Like, you got time to lean. You got time to clean. Exactly. I, I, oh, <laughs> I've, I've heard that's that. Funny. I want to strangle people <laughs> that say that. Lean, you got time. I'm gonna turn that into a song. Don't right ever. <laughs> I swear. Right? It's gonna be the scab anthem. It gets under your funny. skin, right? Dude, exactly, it's, that exactly happened. Can't do it. No. Like that's what, the, and that's kind of what I think I'm getting at is like the dehumanizing effect of the way that some of these jobs operate. Like, mm-hmm. can't have any leniency. Can't have any just like, 
oh, what do you mean you're just having a, a nice casual conversation with somebody while you're still working? I, yeah. I, I never understand that. I think that's just the manager. I think it, so. It really I can't does. remember what I said to that manager either. Yeah. But he had went back and let me tell you, the next day, I got called in the office and uh-huh. he had wrote down every single time I was late, everything uh-huh. I did wrong. That's retaliation. Honestly, like, that's retaliation. Weird. I don't man. even think you did all that stuff wrong. Probably not. Like from my experience, no, some, sometimes they'll just think it's wrong. Like, okay, here's an example. At work, they have this camera that like kind of watches you while you work. Where? So, um, at the... Well, I know where, like where you work, but like where is it physically in your workspace? It's like right above like... Just it's like above you, basically. Oh, it's just like in like in in a corner, so it gets like a wide yeah. view of the room. It, okay, it, yeah, exactly. That was my okay. But there's these, there's these like um, spots that are blind blocked. spots. They're yeah. blind spots, and yeah. I and everyone I know it's blind spot because I can see the cameras. So yeah. like, I know it's blind spot. That's where everyone goes to be on their phone while they're on the work floor. <laughs> right, <laughs> either that or you put food there or something. There you go. And I'm and like I put a drink there. Snack like, yourself when yeah, you're not looking. Yeah. So yeah. I put a drink there, and then he'll get like, he'll get. Like how do you call it when you paranoid a little a- or? A- anal about it? Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll be yeah. like, "You shouldn't have a drink here because there's cameras." I'm like, "But it's bro, but it's blocked." Like, <laughs> like I, nobody can see. I have this thing. I don't know why managers think that customers care as much as they do. Because like, if you're if your big concern when you're like dealing with like customer facing businesses and your big concern is like, oh, but like I want to make it a good experience for the customer. You're only really worrying about the people who are going to act like Karens. And at the end of the day, nobody cares about those people. At the end of the day, it's like, oh, I'm never going to come back here. It's like, good, honestly. Like, I, I'm much more the person, again, and this is just me being a lay person. If I walk into a, like a customer serving place, if like I, I am the customer, like, and I see coworkers and they're just chatting and, and yucking it up and having a good time and they're chill and everything. I love that. I, I much prefer walking into a business where I can see the employees like, you know, nobody wants to be there because like we all want our free time. But like if if they're there and they're like enjoying themselves, they're having a good time, they're having a conversation, they're just they're palling around. Good. I, I want to be in that space because that makes me happier as a customer because if they're happier, then they're probably going to give me better service or like be more like easier to be around just because like less pressure on them and less force on them is like more authentic customer service business transaction. I don't know. It just, it makes sense to me, but you don't see that all the time, especially depends on your managers. Like you're saying. Yep. Oh yeah. That kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier where it's, um, you're basically culminating the work environment Yeah. and that, that kind of goes to, the customer so Mm -hmm. if the customer um you know can sense have get a sense of the environment and and the atmosphere and and there's tension Mm -hmm. then it's just gonna feel awkward yeah so i I mean it's a it's a better customer experience if the people doing their job are actually you know they actually enjoy being there yeah and um, they don't have anybody breathing down their neck yeah yeah and it really can be like the easiest job i mean i know i used to when i was in college i worked at a movie theater and it was like i had managers like certain managers that would try to micromanage and cause issues and when they were around they were in the building that was like real like that like negative vibe went around to everybody. Like they purposely. Came they tried. I got. I, uh, they. Uh, this manager. I won't mention their name, but they tried to uh, 
target me and like write me up for a bunch of stuff. Not oh, like okay. not to the extent of what you're saying, where oh, it was yes. like you did one thing and suddenly here comes all the receipts. Like, right. Clearly they had been storing up. It's either it's, it's this next second you said that I was like either they were stockpiling that list when they were as things were happening and just waiting to drop that bomb or that was something and they just said you know what screw it and then they were just like making it up and yeah. writing it all down so okay I, that makes sense yeah, yeah yeah so they were so. kind of like they had a motive <laughs> yeah it was very much a motive but that was also what we're talking about like you can tell where favoritism was yeah that was happening too because like working in a movie theater at least at the time the positions were like you can be in the box office doing the tickets you can be on the inside of the door tearing them um, you can be in concessions or you can be an usher and be cleaning theaters. And I was usually cleaning theaters and stuff, but, um, the way that they treated it was like, oh, if you're in box office, you're in concessions, like that means manager really likes you. That means like, that means like you're like in, you're like in there. And that's what happened was I was always cleaning theaters and I was always like tearing tickets and doing like the, 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 the lesser quote unquote jobs, the way it was kind of made you feel versus the manager had an issue with pretty much like whenever they weren't doing their job, they just kind of sat in the box office and like yucked it up with whoever employees were in there. It's like they were tight. And I was like, oh, that must be nice, you know, to not have to worry about this one manager being your friend versus being the person trying to get you written up for stuff that is not a big deal. It, it goes to their motivation, motive thing. Yeah, exactly. Like if the manager actually has – the employee's best interests in mind right. and you wouldn't even have to deal with that. No, exactly. Like it's kind of like if a manager gives everybody their breaks before his own yeah. versus taking his own break first and then giving everyone else. Yeah, their, sure. 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 Else. I see what you mean. Yeah. So if, if the way that they motivate their employees basically comes, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it shows you what type of manager they are. Yeah. Right. I also feel like how well the manager knows their job also shows mm-hmm. you how type their manager they are. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Have, I feel like there's a lot of managers that barely know their job, but they're managing all these people that know their job really well. Yeah. And so it kind of becomes the person in charge is not the person with all the knowledge. And it's just that's that's even more frustrating. Mm-hmm. You need to your workplace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to your workplace. Yep. But I, I feel like a lot of times, though, like if a manager, you know, the people that get in, in those positions um, – they get there through, you know, the basic operations of the business. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like being a manager is a lot more than just being able to do the tasks at hand. You right. Have, it's also a lot of, uh, you know, communication with people. You have yeah. To, mm-hmm. You have to understand how to deal with different people um, and their personality traits. Some people, right. Some people work um, better like this. Some people better work better like that. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it really is like... It's a full circle of like the you got to know the basic operations of the business. You got to be able to good be good with people because yeah. people want to be able to look up to you. And, you know, if they maybe want to come to you for advice on the actual job or if they want just, um, you know, to be able to be comfortable enough right. to come to you. That's a big thing too, like approachability. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain times I've been like, if I see like, <laughs> you know, you're you're in one of those difficult positions when it comes to management around you. If like you notice, oh, that person's not here today, and then everyone's just like, <sighs> like oh, big no. sigh of relief. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, then you know. But it's exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Like, there is more to being a manager, but that's also exactly to like our point is like 
if you don't actually know how to do the job in your management, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. But if you do know how to do the job within your management and you don't have that management skill set where you're not able to be approachable or open minded or you know how to properly like navigate a situation and like, yeah, if you're not a proper people person, then you really shouldn't be there either. Cause I know my very first job ever, I was kind of, you know, fast food job. I'm in high school and was only there for three months because it was so bad. They like, I was supposed to be trained. They didn't teach me to do like practically anything. And then they expected me to be able to like do like, like mountains of, of work that I was brand new to. I had no experience with. And the guy who was like left in charge of me was not the actual manager of the building, but he was like the one, he was like the senior person in charge by the end of the shift. And he was so mad at me because I didn't know how to do anything. And I was like, I've been here for weeks and all I've been done, all that's happened is I've been trained on a computer and then I'm cashiering. I don't know how to do anything like, like super, super hard in like the kitchen area. Like that's not my, that's not my position. That's not what I was hired to do one. Mm-hmm. And then when he was trying to tell me like, okay, well you can do this and do this and do this. He would just kind of like assume that I knew how to do everything and then would be upset when I wasn't doing it quote unquote. Right. And then he went as far as to tell me, like, I'm going to go to our manager and right. tell her to give you less hours. And I was like, uh, that's threatening your I was, hours. I now. was like, man, that's <laughs> right. a, I'm like, A, that's you're a not a manager. Idea. B, uh, you're not a people person. C, you can't like that's illegal. You can't do that. And then also D, like I talked to that manager like maybe two weeks later mm-hmm. and I told her what I was told. And she was just like, yeah, that doesn't fly. Hey, these people have like that's anger funny. issues and like people issues. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they shouldn't be here. Right. You exactly. know, and they and she listened. And those people were not there. But like it's like they did it to themselves. Like, don't. Don't come down at me for being the new employee. Yeah, like, especially if you're if you're good at your job. You know, I was I mean? not good at my job. I'll tell you that much. But I, I didn't deserve being uh, at the time. I was not good at that job, but I also was failed by the other employees and the management that was supposed to make sure I like was trained properly. So, well, yeah. I mean, they knew you were a good worker. So mm, that's why I showed they up protecting like, you. <laughs> yeah. Mean. My manager was cool. She was really cool. She was pretty low key, but like she wasn't on shift a lot of the time when I was. So she didn't see the exact like configuration of people I was dealing with. And it was like one guy who wasn't a people person who was telling me all this stuff, making these vague, like vague threats. Mm -hmm. And the other guy who had such bad anger issues that like he would like be hitting the register and stuff. And, and it's like, dude, yeah. And it was like, dude, you're, and he would only, I mean, great. He would only do it like once the lobby was closed to the public and all we were doing was the drive through. Mm -hmm. But still it's like, dude, it, like, I'm seeing you behind closed doors. Yeah. Like, uh-uh. No, no, no. I don't like that. Yeah. See, it's also hard from the manager point of view, too. It's like, if you're looking at all these employees, too, and you have some that are working really hard and some that are barely trying to learn. Yeah. It's like, the ones that are barely trying to learn are bringing down the ones that are really learning all this stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So you're it's right. also like, what we came back to say earlier in the show, like, hey, it's your weakest link. Yeah. You know, it comes down to your weakest link. Making the weakest link stronger is going to make your team stronger. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And everyone has different needs and different, like what we were talking about before, like everyone has different needs. They work differently. Mm-hmm. And it's like a good, I think, I think good management recognizes that people like contain multitudes and also like are complex. So it's less about like, I think we'd all have a better time just in the workplace. If we stop trying to make everyone fit like these perfect cookie cutter molds yeah. and just like, like, continue with that analogy instead of like cookie cutter molds we're all in a giant pan like we all have room in the pan to be ourselves and stretch ourselves out right like we don't have to we don't have to be exactly what is expected of us all the time 
Yeah, understand that everyone learns different in the workplace, you know? There's definitely, and I can speak to certain experiences I've had um, around around here even, is like some people on a team kind of just want to be able to say they're part of a team, but they don't actually like, it, I, I'm not the person to bring up like uh, what's, what's actual, actual like equitable fairness in the workplace, but like you can tell when, you can tell when it's easy to work with somebody versus when it's just kind of a pain and being dragged out. So I've dealt with that and it's just, I mean, yeah. Going into a manager role, I didn't think of management as like, I have to take care of people as, as if like I'm in charge of everything. Right. Yeah. 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 I didn't think of it like that, but now that I'm in it and, or like (laughs) I've been in it, I'm like, Oh, okay. There's a lot of, taking care of people that yeah. that the whole role is basically taking yeah, care of Yeah, there is a lot of that. And there's like, no like managing like like they mm-hmm. like we think it is when we're being managed. We're like, why are you telling me what to do? Well it's because you gotta do this yeah. so that this managing, other guy can have this. Exactly. This managing is not just like managing like, oh, managing my workload and it's papers and it's on a computer and it's like cubicle work, so to speak. It's like managing people and making sure that People have the right information that they're on the right, right schedule. Mm-hmm. That they're it's on the a whole new skill set. They're on the right track and task and right. everything. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah, experience yeah. with it. I can L- tell. Little management, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit, bit. Management experience, yeah. Um, right now, I'm a manager at night with the um, electrician job I'm at. Uh huh. So I definitely oh, have nice. the experience of managing. Union like, guy? No, not union. Oh, not union. Yeah, just twelve hours. Twelve hours here. Four, oh, four on, four off. So oh, I see. I see. It's pretty chill. It's it's cool. But I definitely have that experience of managing people because you definitely have those lazy employees that just, man, no matter what you tell them <laughs> or no matter what you do, it's yeah. just, it doesn't matter. It happens. They're not going to do it, you know? It happens, yeah. And that's but, I guess that's what I'm getting to. is like subordination. Yeah, yeah like you can, tell, you can tell people on the team who just like, they're here for some reason, but it's not like... For the right reason. It's not the right reason. Yeah. And and see, it, but that's where that yeah. favoritism comes from because I can yeah. see because then you... You kind of lean towards the people that are putting the effort in and yeah. are putting the favorite, yeah. like stuff in, and it's just like yeah. that's a good that's a you good know? point. That's, that's you gotta look from the other side too. It's, it's like, hard for you not to have favoritism in that in that situation. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's like if you're not reliable, it's a little different. Like yeah. I think I think I think it kind of goes outside the realm of of um, outside the realm of favor any kind of favoritism if it comes down to strictly like no, I can count on these people. I cannot always count on these people right. or or rather it's like if I the people I can really count on, I'm going to give them unfortunately I'm a, I'm going to give them like the more uh involved, yeah, maybe the bigger work tasks, and then like you know? the simpler stuff like the stuff that can like maybe fall through the cracks a bit or can get picked up easier down the line if someone follows through on their reputation and isn't reliable right. then it's like it's less it's like it's like less uh damage like mitigating a problem it, it pretty is, much yeah, yeah. And yeah i hate to do that i hate to say that but like mm-hmm. again if people bring themselves to the table and then they're not like actually about it then you have to make this deci- you have to make differences and decisions based on what's actually at hand well yeah. that's where the manager they have to basically speak with everybody yeah in yeah like, oh hey. i couldn't imagine having to call a team meeting like hey everybody we have to talk about why one person's a problem <laughs> yeah that's no, why i think no. Yeah. i know yeah. no 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 not, not no i know but like mm-hmm. in that situation like i would like to think more of your team is like on the up and up than like the few that are 
like lacking. Mm -hmm. And so it's difficult to be able to like, how do we address the entire room but not single those people out, even though that's who I'm speaking to and you stare a hole into them. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I think it's really important to create that team aspect from the very beginning. The very you know? beginning, yeah. Because if you try to create it later down the line, it's harder to create it because once people get that mindset of like, you yeah. know, this is that and this is mine. Yeah. Like, and people aren't, people aren't dumb. They can tell when like, oh, this is changing because of yeah, because X, Y, and Z. Yeah. yeah okay. they, they can tell. People aren't dumb. Yep. But if you create that from the very beginning, yeah. it's like it, it creates a way better environment. For yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Setting those expectations from the jump kind of helps out. Thanks for watching ROFL. Reaching out for love. If you want to check us out, please go to Basma T at Instagram. See you guys later. <laughs>